Dirty Panties podcast contains explicit discussions of sexuality and is not recommended for listeners under the age of 18. Welcome to Dirty Panties podcast. I'm your host, Venus Valentine. This episode is part two of my interview with satanic sex worker power couple Madeira Darling and Damien Rath. If you haven't listened to part one yet, I recommend that you go back and do so. Shall we begin? Okay. What was one of the best dates of your life? I have a real good one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, I was seeing this guy for a while who was a super, um, super crust punk type <laughs> of a dude. That must have um, been fragrant. He, he actually, he actually washed. That's um, good. He was, he was more of a crust punk who had sort of moved indoors and grown up a little bit, but he still had a lot of that energy. Sure. And he had a really great and entertaining disregard for the law. Yeah. Um, Always so good. He knew how to get into these storm drains underneath um, a city in the East Bay. And so we went down into these underground tunnels. This is so romantic. It it was so fucking cool. It turns out there's kind of this whole like sub, sub, subculture of people who explore these specific tunnels and they would have parties down there. Oh my God. So there was like cool graffiti. There was like a chandelier hanging. What? Okay, how? Water. It was cool as shit. How big were these tunnels? Like, could you stand up in them? Did you have you to crawl? Stand up, absolutely. Okay, because like yeah, the they, idea of them being real narrow makes me claustrophobic. But. No, they, they weren't too narrow. You could absolutely stand up. And we, I would love to go down there again sometime, but I need to find another guide. because For sure, yeah, you don't want to get don't lost in there. know which manholes are safe to come up from. You yeah. can be in the middle of the road. It's, you know, it's all bad. Yeah, sure. That's yeah. fucking cool, though. It really is. Yeah, it was cool as hell. Unfortunately, the sexual chemistry was not that great. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a really funny guy and a good friend. And awesome. One of the yeah. 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 I think my coolest one was I went out just after I'd broken up with the fedora um with, sentient fedora she basically was she was the vice president of her college's anime club oh boy yeah and yeah no just not it was not good she smoked cigarillos why because i feel like um, you open up a cigarillo and you make it into a blunt but nobody actually smokes a cigarillo she did Good for uh, her. And did she did she smoke the like fruity flavored ones? I think so. Like the white grape, and, like, yeah, oh, blue raspberry oh. and shit. Like oh, disgusting. Yeah, but anyway, just after her, I went out with this um, chick who was a party promoter in New York, and we decided that night 
we were going to prepare to pretend to be a pair of married archaeologists who'd just gotten back from like Tunisia. Oh my god. And that was really fun. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> How did that go? It was really entertaining. We like came up with all these wild stories about like the fossils we'd found. Oh my god. <laughs> and had we and how we'd been like expelled because of political unrest. <laughs> oh my <God>. Nice. <laughs> that reminds me one of my my closest friends visited me for a long weekend and we decided he lived in Amish country. Oh nice. He was going to cosplay a rumspringa. Oh my god. And this is a guy, he looks like exactly like hot young Keanu Reeves. He's nice. half white, half Chinese, and he's jacked. Mm-hmm. And so he got some farmer overalls and he wore a t-shirt underneath that and he had an Amish hat. And we just went and had adventures and it culminated in him shirtless and like rippling <laughs> muscles underneath his farmer's overalls at a oh golf my club, God. getting aggressively hit on by everyone. Oh. oh my god. It was pretty amazing and we took lots of photos. But like yeah, like that was one of like the most amazing like the magic you can make when yeah. you just, you know, let's do some weird shit tonight. And uh, yeah, you can, can find I, someone uh, to do that with. That's great. Yeah, actually a lot of our We've best had some recent dates that yeah. Yeah, have been our quarantine <laughs> dates have been very interesting and special actually. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, the, like, share? <laughs> I'm down if you are, honey. Yeah, well, we made a, uh, I started missing golf clubs so fucking much. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. We basically made a fake golf club upstairs by oh changing out a bunch of the light bulbs to be different weird colors. Yep. And, you know, putting on the playlist and, um... Then we just kind of got dressed up like we were going to the club and pretended to be completely different people. Oh, wow. Just like meeting and having chemistry. And that that was fucking hot. We've actually done a couple of those. That's so cute. I love it. It was a lot of fun. The first one, I did, in fact, turn my ankle coming back downstairs. Oh, my my God. Right. So that was overly authentic. Yeah. 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 And then that cemetery date that we had was actually really fucking cool. Yeah, no, that was glorious. And we found the like weird Elks Club section of the cemetery. Yes. Oh, wow. We're going through the cemetery and we see this giant cage with antlers in it. Whoa. And my first thought was, what the Hannibal Lecter shit is going on here? <laughs> Um, I love you. We came up and realized it was the area where all the Elks Club members were buried. Yeah. And then we went into the mausoleum building, which was huge. Oh, so beautiful. Like this like pink toned goldy marble and light coming in through these different colored stained glass windows. It's enormous. Yeah, they're like typing classical music in from somewhere, and there's nowhere, uh, no one around. Yep, like I don't know, being in some weird Stanley Kubrick movie or something, and a wow. dream yeah, no. sequence. Really dreamlike. 
And I keep hearing about great cemetery dates for my interviewees. Maybe I just um, am selecting for goths, but. (laughs) But yeah, and we just wandered through all these like beautiful marble hallways and we were looking at a lot of the, um, now I'm going to sound really disrespectful. What the fuck do you call like the big drawers that they put the people in? Um, like with the cremated ashes and the mausoleum? Or even, yeah, there's like all these drawers. The stuff that's built into the wall. I know yeah, what you're talking about. People. I don't know what it's called either. And yeah. a lot of them had these decals on them that were for their different, um, their like secret societies. Freemason, sure. Lions Club, Rotary Club, uh, Order of the Eastern Star. Yep, which is Odd a, Fellows. Odd Fellows. And- and yeah, the Order of the Eastern Star is the like uh, weird women's masonry thing. Yeah, yeah, wasn't that the women's chapter of the Golden Dawn, or am I crazy? No, it, it's no. A, okay. an auxiliary Freemasonry organization for women. Gotcha. Yep. And their symbol is an inverted pentagram. Nice. So I was at first, I was like, what the fuck is that? And Adira yep. looked it up and figured it out. But yeah, we were just. Yeah, it was great. Speaking on the secret societies and figuring out what all of them were. It was great. amazing. Yeah, I feel like you go to a cemetery and you just find unexpected things. Yes. Um, It's too hot to go to the cemeteries here right now, but that's something I want to do once, you know, I still haven't been to a Las Vegas cemetery. Oh, wow. There must be some cool old ones out there. I don't know. Well, I'll find out. Um, The best tombstone I have ever seen, and and I think you guys will appreciate this, (laughs) was in Bloomington, Indiana. I lived right next to a cemetery. First of all, the Batman family was buried there. What? So there was just this giant tombstone that said Batman. Oh, my God. I I guess it was probably pronounced Batman or something. It was like early 20th century. But that was always like a trip to see the Batman tombstone. And then there was this tombstone that had Uh two men's names. And, you know, there was about at least a 20-year difference between their birth dates. Mm -hmm. One had already passed. The other one was clearly still alive and, like, you know, had it reserved for when he died. Yeah. And there was, like, a color engraving of like the rainbow and wizard of Oz characters. Oh, and then below that engraved pugs. Oh Oh, my God. It was literally the gayest tombstone I've ever seen. And it was in Indiana. And I was like his poor boyfriend, like I, who was not really, you know, who was clearly like in his forties or something. And I was like, like, I want to know their story, but like, I wouldn't, him down or anything but it was just I such love a trip but yeah. that's in indiana because yeah. in that setting that tombstone also has the energy of two big middle fingers i know i love it you know what though bloomington indiana is mm-hmm. is a crisp it is a literal crystal vortex built oh, on a bunch cool. of ley lines it is okay. oh cool. it is that's why i lived there for four years i mean it's yes. also the energy of the town, it really wants you there. It really doesn't want you there. Um, huh. But you like you find these giant geodes lying around and you crack them open and there's like quartz crystals in them. Like, Weird. It's trippy and hands down the best. They call it a queer bar. It's not a gay bar. It's not a lesbian bar. It's a queer bar. Nice. Is in Bloomington, Indiana. Good. Interesting. It's like an amazing bar called The Back Door. And the owner, um, they buy velvet paintings 
of like unicorns and then draw like paint dicks onto the unicorns, but they oh do it in a way God. that looks like that's the original painting or like Beautiful. they got a velvet painting of a waterfall and drew a pussy at the top of the waterfall. So it looked like the <laughs> pussy was just gushing. I like, love it. Yeah. Hands best, best queer bar I've ever been to Bloomington, you know, Indiana. So it's not really, I have heard that about small town queer bars. Yeah, they're often really wonderfully eccentric. And they they don't have enough people in the town to, you know, split up the gays from the lesbians, from the trans. Yeah. And yep. you know, in San Francisco, quite honestly, I'm I'm sorry, I am going on this fucking tangent and you'll have to go on it. this tangent. In San Francisco, the gay bars suck because there's too many of them. Yeah. And so they can be super snooty and be like, this one is only for the bears. This one's only for the fucking muscle gays. This one's for the twinks. And this one's the for the. This yep. one is uncomfortably white only seeming. Um, Ooh, yeah, I, I heard know. about sweater bars. Pretty huh. much. Leather bars, sweater bars, bear bars, twink bars, you name it. And they're all clicky. Yeah. But However, is there the horse, a bar? Sorry, go ahead. The White Horse in Oakland, though. The White House. Yeah. I remember the White House. energy because fucking everyone goes there. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what the White House would be like now. I haven't been there since like the late 90s, but I used I, to go there sometimes. The White House still it, real good. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. That's Their great. drag shows are sweet. They're oh, good. nice. Yeah, I used to, I tried going to the Lexington, which was like a lesbian <laughs> bar, which no longer exists. And I also applied for a job there. That was when I was at my like sort of, am I going to transition, kind of figuring out my gender. Mm-hmm. I looked like a real hot Butch Dyke then. Mm-hmm. And so they brought me in for an interview. And I think like when I, I made some reference to my girlfriend being trans and I saw them just oh. kind of freeze up. Oh, no, no, no. If and I was like, oh, I'm not getting hired here. Never mind. I, I fucking obviously never went to the Lex, not being the target demographic. Yeah. But I have heard stories. And not uh, it never felt like a friendly place to me. And I definitely <laughs> picked up on some, yeah, that they were. I not, had, this, yeah. I had this, um, this lesbian I knew described it to me because mm-hmm. uh, I was hanging out with her and uh, this gay guy. So, okay, let me backtrack. I was working at a queer youth nonprofit and my coworkers were two young lesbians and my supervisors were a lesbian and a gay guy. And one of the young lesbians innocently asked, what's the Lexington? Oh boy. And my supervisors exchanged looks with each other (laughs) and they started spinning this scenario to explain it. And they're like, okay, so you walk into the lesbian bar and the first thing you see is your ex and all of her friends glaring at you. And then the bartender won't serve you because (gasps) she is friends with your ex. (laughs) And then someone passive aggressively puts you and your ex's song on the jukebox. Oh, God. What kind of... You try to squeeze past the pool table, and one of your ex's friends accidentally hits you with the pool cue and giggles and says, Oops. 
Yeah. See, this is why when people, <laughs> I am, you know, bisexual, pansexual, and mm-hmm. I'm primarily attracted to masculine people and interested in that right now. And I've uh-huh. had a lot of people be like, well, you know, you're not having luck because you're trying to date men and men are awful and you should date women. And I'm like, have you even <laughs> ever dated women though? Yeah. No, like, the problem- mm, yeah. Everyone is awful. Everyone is awful. Yeah. <laughs> gender Awfulness awful. knows no gender. Honestly. Yep. Yeah. Awfulness transcends all gender identities. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's real as fuck. I don't know how we got here from like best date of, of your life, but I like it. Yeah. Um, pretty weird. And, and uh, we're going to pivot to what was one of the worst <laughs> dates of your life? Oh, worst dates. <laughs> oh. I know exactly what mine is. Go. Go for it. So when I was young and super broke living in New York, I would let random men take me out to dinner because I had no money and was hungry. Um, And so this one guy invites me out to dinner. I show up wearing a dress and a vintage velvet cape. Yes. Or no, not vintage velvet. Sorry, vintage fur. This is important to the story. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. He takes me to a raw vegan place. Oh, boy. <laughs> so awkward. We only ate dessert. Oh. And I have never gotten a dirtier look from waitstaff. Oh. Was he a vegan? No, he just liked the place. I don't oh, know why okay. he had planned this. Oh, oh man. Have you ever been to Cafe Gratitude? Fuck no. that place. Oh my no, God. They are a cult. Um, yeah, they had this whole connection to Landmark Forum, which yes. is really shady. Yes. But the, my first boyfriend, when I moved back to the Bay Area in 2005, who was, you know, kind of yeah. entangled in One Taste. So One Taste would like target oh, nerdy God. programmer guys because they tend to have money. And yeah. he was like one of those guys, right? And this is in the early days of One Taste where he's like, I go there and do nude yoga. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, dude. But he he took me on a date to Cafe Gratitude. Fuck him. And I remember the food was actually really good. I'll give them that. I'm an omnivore, but it was like mm-hmm. good food. Um, their key lime pie is the shit. But anyway, um, at the table next to us, this dude had ordered a smoothie. I think it was a smoothie called I am beautiful. And then when they serve it to you, they, they say the name. Yes. And so the waitress brings it to him and is like, I am beautiful. And he's like, yes, you are like in this <laughs> really sleazy way. And I was like, Ugh. fuck this place. Yeah. Fuck everything. And that wasn't about my worst that. date. Cause he was, you know, then boyfriend was super sweet and the mm-hmm. food was good. But yeah, that that's immediately where my, I, I used to have to go to Cafe Gratitude for all of my mother's birthdays. Oh, boy. Oh, honey. Bless her heart. But, yes. Have you noticed how many vegan restaurants are owned by cults? There's at least three (laughs) in Chicago that are owned by cults. There's Alice and Friends, which used to be called something else. Maybe they changed their name. But they were owned by this Vietnamese cult leader named Master Hai Ching. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was what her name was. And she had like bleach blonde hair and would wear these crazy princess Amidala outfits and had released a pop album. And they would have Excellent. TVs all over the restaurant that would have translations. It was like in English, but they would have translations in like 10 different languages. So like the, the subtitles were all crammed up all over the screen. 
Oh my God. And it was all like deep fried soy byproduct and it would make me fart so bad. Oh. Like my oh. ex-boyfriend was vegetarian and would take me there. So there was that place. Um, it has a different name now. I don't remember it. There is some kind of Indian Swami guy who has a vegetarian restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. there's... Um, the Source family had one? Well, that was in LA. Yeah. Um, and then on the south side of Chicago, I don't, I don't remember the name. It was like Soul Vegetarian or something. I don't want to like actually have it be the wrong restaurant. But it's, yeah. they were run by this like um, cult. They're like black people who are like, we're the original Israelites. And we're like one of the tribes of Israel. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're the true Jews or something. Like it was yeah, like, I, I didn't quite understand their shtick. But it was all like French fries and like, you know, cake and like, you mm-hmm. know, all this deep fried stuff. And they're like, it's really healthy. And I'm like, it's deep fried though. <laughs> like, you oh, know, it's got like a ton of white sugar in it. It was just, you know, vegan is healthy. No. Yeah, but Source Family, I'm trying to think of who else has vegan restaurants. But yeah, that's like a whole cottage industry for cults is running vegan restaurants. or vegetarian Well, it's because they can keep their cult members on a low protein diet there. Yeah, so oh, that I'm gonna boom. Yeah, keeping keeping you low blood sugar and sleep deprived is a very uh, effective way of controlling yep. your cult members. Yeah. yeah, and also free labor because you can just basically use your cult members as slave labor. Yeah, exactly. Restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Who? Um, Damien, do you have you thought of a bad date no. to share with us? Oh, bad dates. I mean, uh Again, I'm going to skip the ones that are actively traumatic. Yeah, that's a good idea. And unfortunately, doing that, I'm uh, kind of left with uh, this sort of undifferentiated blur of like bad dates that I went on with dudes who turned out to be like really fucking boring yuppies. Uh, Actually, oh, okay, I have one. Oof. Yeah, so I... It was some fucking OkCupid guy, because of course it was. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, we met at Wicked Grounds, actually. And it turns out this man was like 23... And he had made his first million. He was a <laughs> fucking tech entrepreneur. Sure. But he had not had sex with anybody ever except for the girlfriend that he had been with since high school and was still with. And they were looking for a third. Oh, boy. So Ugh. I basically... It's next to virgin energy, right? Yeah. And I am not into that shit. Sure. Um, no, you like that whore energy. I like that whore <laughs> energy. I like someone who is experienced and knows what the fuck they are doing and is that's valid and knows it and embraces it. Damn right. Uh, it was also one of those like the minute he walks in, you go, "Oh, you are not as cute as your picture." Mm. And yep, not. You know what? No, fuck it. I don't care. The minute I saw the Apple Watch. I should have known that it wasn't going to work for me. Yeah. And then those watches are always talking at them and you're like on your date and it's like, the weather is now 83 degrees. And it's like, turn off your fucking watch. It's 
on every level. It simply shows your disregard for all other humans. Yeah. And your disregard for style. That too. And I can acknowledge that those gadgets are useful to some types of people. But if you look at my wrists, there's usually about 20 or so leather studded wristbands on them. Mm -hmm. And I think that just expresses the difference in ethos. Yeah. It's not compatible with a fucking Apple Watch. Yeah. Apple Watches are not punk. Sometimes I like those guys because they have money and they're secretly kinky, but yeah. Yeah. I I had not gone pro at that point. Gotcha. And there was not money. I mean, as a as a client, I would take that guy on in a heartbeat. Sure, sure. But I also, I have the sense that he was someone who didn't think that he should have to pay. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's That's made a million. Oh, God. Well, and making like, your first million is why you have to pay. Yeah, exactly. Like, thinking that entitles you to, like, free sexual labor is, exactly. yeah, got it backwards. Yeah. No. Okay. Yep. So, what is your favorite music to have sex to? Mm. Ooh. I mean, I love music. Mm-hmm. I love all kinds of music. Mm-hmm. And I, I can actually say that. If you tried to clock me for that by asking me who my favorite Tuvan throat singer was, I could answer. <laughs> um, one of the most memorable sex music choices that I can recall was Handel's The Messiah. Oh, wow. Nice. That was actually, that was with Polished Golden Asshole Boy. Nice. I love you. Fuck. The Hallelujah came on as he was coming. Yeah. On the dot, it was incredible. It was so blasphemous and so good. Uh, nice. But depending on my mood, you know, punk rock, metal, yep. um, sleazy, fucking late 90s, early 80s, trip hop. That's a very popular one, yes. Yeah. Um, black metal. Yep. Goth rock. I mean, shit. I mean, I love fucking glam metal because something about that guitar yeah. tone just kind of does it for me. Very sleazy, put on some crew and just... Yeah. Yep. Yeah. God. Actually, I had some pretty good sex to kiss once. You know oh what? my God. That's fucking valid. Um, you know what I'm even more into, though, is the music that I beat people to. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that... So a certain rhythm. Yep. I I can get so into so many different types of music for that though. Absolutely. Yeah. Um one of my favorites actually is put on some behemoth. Uh. Some, like fucking black and death metal and just wail on somebody. Nice. The most I can see that thing in the world. Absolutely. Um, funny aside, so Gene Simmons' kid went to my undergrad college, Weird. and so they had Gene Simmons' 
come and be a motivational speaker as oh my a fundraiser. God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, keeping it real, Pitzer. Yeah. Mm, it's pretty great. Nice. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I, I think you have some other interesting sax music toys. Yeah. Where I like. Yeah. Um, oh God, what else do I like? Back. Um actually one of my favorite songs to fuck to just like for day sex mm-hmm. there is literally nothing like Mott the Hoople's cover of Sweet Jane interesting mm. not the Cowboy Junkies cover of Sweet Jane no the Mott the, the Hoople, Hoople cover okay okay yeah That's that right. one also, yeah go ahead you're a slight terrorist and I feel like the chance that you would put on, like, Dolly Parton or some shit is non-zero. I mean, there's nothing wrong to fucking to Dolly Parton. Oh, though also, <laughs> one time I did get finger-banged in the front seat of a car going, yes. like, 80, 90 on the highway while listening to Eye of the Tiger while wearing tiger print panties. Fuck what yeah. So wait, the driver was fingering you and driving at the same time? Yes. Oh, Lord. That was Fedora. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, hold up. How about doing, like, a Cuckwean thing to Jolene? Oh, my God. Like, watching your man fuck another woman while you're, like, tied to a chair and Jolene is playing. That, that's dark. I love it. It's not my fetish, but it's somebody's fetish. Yeah, no, that's, that's. Oh, a redhead. What about redheads? I said I know one. I yeah. 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 I'm just teasing you, baby. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Uh, Have wow. you heard the slowed down version of Jolene where it yes. sounds like a real sad dude singing it? That's pretty great too. Yeah. Well, have yeah. you heard Jack White's cover of Jolene? Oh, I've not heard that one. Because fuck Jack White, but when he gets a little bit gender bent, I was like, oh. That's... Sisters of Mercy did a really solid goth cover of Jolene. Nice. Yeah. Why did yeah. I not know this? Why was I not in Um, Because it's a demo, so it's not on any of their albums. But I have the seven-inch single of it. Yeah. The internet will know. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Yeah. Definitely check it out. It's pretty yeah. grainy, but it's, it's worth a listen. Nice. I also, I have to admit, I like fucking Talana Del Rey sometimes. Yes, <sighs> me too. I mean, speaking of fuck music, Sisters of Mercy is... Oh, yeah. yeah. Also, also really, surprisingly good, like, gym music. That's yeah. Especially, like, oh, their no, real douchey 90s stuff, where it's like, yeah. oh, I hear the roar of the big machine. And if I'm lifting weights, like, I want to listen to that. Yeah, okay. no, My, sorry, my weightlifting song is douchier. Okay. Because it's Join in the Chant by Nitzra. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but... There is nothing more satisfying. Oh, okay. But see, here's the thing. I wanted to make a parody video of Join in the Chant, which (laughs) like, but I used to go to a goth club that would play Join in the Chant all the time. And it always sounds like he's saying guns, guns, abs, abs. So it's like really on point. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But have we ever fucked a ghost? Okay, I, I heard you just say something about fucking the ghost, which is solid. 
but also while we're still on the join in the chant parody thing yeah may i suggest a bbw parody of join in the chant okay with the literal lyrics or my joke lyrics Oh, I was thinking different lyrics. It was just like rolls, roll, <laughs> like, chub, know. chub, chub. Yeah. yeah, I could. Yeah, I could see that. And I know some, some BBW porn stars who would probably be down to film that too. That would be, that would um, be glorious. Yeah, it, it would be. It would be. Fuck. Oh my god. Titties, I love these tangents. Titties, ass, ass. Yeah, I mean, ass, ass, ass. Ass and titties. I know. I yep. think I could do that voice too. Nice. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Garage band. Fuck it. There's okay. got to be yep. a karaoke version of that song somewhere. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then also because I am a terrorist, part of me is like, okay, but what about fucking Torhamstein and Leibach? I think that's legit. I love beating people to Romstein. I'm certain I've fucked to Romstein at some point because the dungeon I used to go to all the time plays. They have not updated their playlist since the late nineties. Yep. Yeah. And I kind of love them for it. Yes. I used but, to go to that really terrible. Goth, yeah. What was it? The, the BDSM club, the power exchange. I used to go there in the nineties, man, you would play a lot of Grace Jones. Venus, that place was terrible, but yeah. I I have a very bad book to recommend to you that you will love. Oh Excellent. my god, I love you. It's called Soma. And oh shit, I about, feel like you've... Yes, I've talked yeah. about it. By Kemble Scott. It's about yeah. the scene in the South of Market in San Francisco in, um, I think, like the year 2000. I was like, there. Right after the dot-com crash. I was there. It and yeah, so they've got a power weird. exchange scene. They've got a bunch of go go scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, my they God. Those were the days. Ball. Yeah. Well, it's also just, it's terrible. It is oh, so I'm sure it is. Realistic. It is so dumb. It is sometimes funny on purpose. It's often really funny unintentionally. You yep. Excellent. Yeah. I will, yeah, I will probably yeah. hate, hate read that sometime soon. Yes. Because one thing that the three of us have in common is our love of fucking garbage and hate reading and hate watching. That's, yes. That yeah. is completely valid. It's very true. Oh my Sorry. God, I had, I'm I trying to remember. I you had, you wh- asked uh, Damien if you had ever fucked a ghost. I don't know if yeah. there was any other thing that you wanted to There was one with. thing I thought, oh God, there was, oh, right. Which was the one last thing I have to say on this subject is good old-fashioned communist music. (laughs) Or anti-fascist. Yep. I mean, just like... Bella Chow, Bella Bella There was a record store in Chicago that had all these LP recordings of fascist music. And it 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 was very controversial. Yeah. That's creepy. It is creepy. But yeah, like Ballad of Ho Chi Minh. Ho, ho, Ho Chi Minh. Ho Chi Minh. Yeah, all right. The the Union version of Dixie. Yep. We don't sell from the land of critters, rattles, little snakes, and alligators come away. Madeira, I think you could have some really great hate sex with an Eastern European because they hate communism so much <laughs> that, yeah. I mean, they probably would want to be the top in this situation, yeah. but it, there, it, there certainly would be tension. 
Mm. Yeah, no, it would be interesting. And also they're often hot. Yeah, I mean, I could also have like weird hate sex with like a Leninist, so. Yeah. There are options. What about weird Maoist hate sex? Oh. That might be too kinky. When people are like non-ironically Maoist, I'm like, what? Why? I I did Rush on a fucking Maoist for a while. I, I recently. Don't get yeah, then, a Maoist punched my ex husband in the face. A, a Maoist trans girl porn star. Yes. Oh, Who's wow. also a swerve. Um, uh, okay. That's complicated. Very. See, what I love about this is it's so specific, but there is probably more than one. I know. Oh my God. My we brain is. totally fine to not edit this out. My brain is, yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Are you guys ready for the last question? Yes. Lay it on me. Okay. What's something that's not normally considered sexy that turns you on? Well, I know a bunch of Madeiras, but I don't know if I'm supposed to say them. You can say whatever you think is appropriate, darling. Well, I know that you have a massive hair fetish. I know, yes. You get very turned on secretly when you're getting your hair done. Yep. You also have massive hair. I'm trying to think about some of mine uh, that other than that one. I mean, like, weirdly, architecture is one of mine. I could see that. Right. Yeah. Oh, and hedge mazes. Hedge mazes. I have a lot of like being chased through hedge maze fantasies. <sighs> I feel like there's a strawberry switchblade video that takes place in a hedge maze. Probably. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you're wearing a big fluffy dress and yep. you eventually get caught and, and mm-hmm. dig down in the hedge maze. I, I, exactly. Yeah, that's a good one. I would have never thought of it, but it's a good one. You know, yeah. I don't have <clears throat> I don't have hedge mazes, but I have like catacombs. Huh. Like a lot of my fantasies take place in fucking underground elaborate tunnel systems. That's like an underground hedge maze. Yeah. Do you think that your tunnel date might have imprinted you on that? Or is it like... I'm pretty sure I had those before the tunnel date. Wow. I'm sure that Freud has a lot to say. About you exploring underground tunnels? Yes. Yeah. But... Secret tunnel. Secret oh my tunnel. Speaking TikTok sounds now. I'm erotic, sorry. Erotic secret tunnels. Ooh, getting yes. chills. Um, what are some of your other ones, babe? I'm trying to think. I yeah, I don't know. I have this. I have kind of a broken sense of what is normal to consider sexy. Yeah, I'm like, well, You're just honest. Thinks- Everyone thinks boots and gloves are sexy, right? Like everyone's yeah. super sure. boots and gloves, but that's actually a fetish. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Um everyone thinks that blaspheming Christ is sexy, right? That's normal. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um I'm I'm trying to think of something that's like this can be a tricky one because yeah, I feel like, like, what is it? Rule 34 where there's like been porn exactly. of everything. Exactly. Like yeah. everything is someone's fetish. So I've had people look at my, my fetish clips and being like, wow, you cover some really strange territory. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of you things. You know, that, actually I have yeah. to 
one thing I have been getting a little bit more into mm -hmm. lately that it's actually rare for someone to be genuinely into the part of it that I'm into. Mm -hmm. uh, I got a client recently who is into macrophilia. Macrophilia, like giant, giant play? Yeah, like giant stuff. Yeah. And it turns out, I mean, most of the people in that fetish are straight men into giantesses, and then there's a bunch of gay men into giants, and people who actually want to be big Mm. rare. Most people yeah. are being small. And well, it's kind of like age play, too. There's a lot more littles than yeah. bigs. Yeah. And this is not like a major, major kink for me, but yeah, I, I actually genuinely kind of like the idea of being a giant. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I, yeah. I've been fun with the clients who are asking for that. Nice. Yeah. I dig it. Because they're like, do something really sexy. Eat an airplane. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And I'm like, oh. all right, I'm going to trample on New York City. And they're like, oh, my God. Nom, nom, <laughs> nom, nom. Um, the, the Lana Del Rey video for her cover of Summertime, she's a giantess in it. Interesting. Nice. Yeah. So huh. I'm sure there are some giantess fanats, you know, fetishists that yeah. just lost their shit over Lana being a giantess. Oh, yeah. Well, this is the thing I'm learning about it is that because it's not very easy to make the porn, yep. a lot yeah. of people with the fetish are super into like pieces of media that are not porn. Yeah. Yeah. Like Sci-fi movies and animes and... Because they actually have the means of production to do yeah. it realistically. Yeah. Um, Even like weird commercials. Yep. Like... There was some fucking like coffee commercial where first it's like a bunch of little Vikings like rowing in a river of coffee. Mm -hmm. And then it turns <laughs> out that the river of coffee is being poured into some guy's mouth. Oh God. Yeah, I can yeah. see that being a yeah. thing. Yeah. It's oh, really wow. funny. It's very interesting. Nice. And it kind of goes with the Nephilim thing. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's so gonna be my angle. How big were the Nephilim? Because they were able to fuck human women. Well, they, they don't say that the Nephilim fuck human women. They're born from human women, though. But they oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the size. Watchers, sorry. The, I always get the Nephilim and the Watchers mixed yeah. up. The Watchers are the angels. They're the, the baby daddies. Yeah. I don't know how big they were. Maybe they weren't even big. Maybe it's just something about, like, the angel. Were human. they flaming hoops or were they, like, humanoid? They were humanoid. I think they I must have been humanoid because they were, you know. Are you gonna flop? I mean, that's and... the thing, but it's the Bible. I mean, immaculate conception, all kinds of weird sex happens. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a fucking nerd for a second. That early in the Bible, angels are humanoid. Okay. Because people are always like, oh, biblically accurate angels are like flaming hoops. But no, if you look in Genesis and you look in the early books. Angels look like dudes. I've always been the, of the opinion that it was an alien invasion. Ha. But that's just me. That is one of the theories about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, so the Nephilim were supposed to be a normo. All I can figure was, like, they were born normal baby size and then just got really big. Yeah. I hope. Yeah, one would hope because they I, were born of human women. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, take pity on the vaginas. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it's implied that the mothers of the Nephilim survived. Yeah. Yeah. They must have been okay. Yeah. In, in theory. Yeah. Cool. All right. So is there anything you would like to promote before we wrap up? Your well. Profiles. Or- yes. Yeah. Um, mine is Madeira Darling. And I love spelled? my job. M A D, sorry, M is in Mike, A is in Alpha, D is in Delta, E is in Echo, I is in India, R is in Romeo, A is in Alpha, Mm. and Darling, as in I love you, my darling. Yeah, perfect. And um, I am Damien Rath on Night Flirt. That's D A M I A N, Rath, R A T H. I'm also Damien Rath 666 on pretty much anything else I'm on. So Twitter. Um, I have an I Want Clips. I'm on Sex Panther now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So find me in any of those places and I will ruin your life. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Everyone needs a, a satanic cash dom in their life or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is you're into. Um, yeah. If you are looking for satanic domination, like we're sort of the super group of satanic domination yep. on Night Flirt. So, I wish yeah. that Night Flirt allowed for group calls. They do. Um, it has to be, there's like a group, it has to be under a group listing. Yeah, I know. It's but some, I wish there were one yeah. that would call three different numbers. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, like a I wish they could hire, or... yeah, like separate. I wish they could, like, have a thing where they could call multiple providers at once because how much fun would that be? That would be super fun. That would be yeah. hysterical. The bullying that we would do. Right? That's <laughs> just, ugh. Against so one. much fun. Fuck yeah. Our, our tagline would be, for a bad time call. Oh my god, yes. Really bad time. Yeah, no. Uh, Real bad time. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, Is there anything great. else you would like to, to add before we wrap up? Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Fuck yeah. You can visit Damien and Madeira on Night Flirt. N-I-T-E-F-L-I-R-T nightflirt.com Damien Rath is spelled D-A-M-I-A-N R-A-T-H and Madeira is spelled M-A-D-E-I-R-A I think I got that right darling, like my darling so you can check them out and even have a live conversation with them on Nightflirt if you'd like to get to know them better Dirty Panties Podcast is produced and hosted by me, Venus Valentine. Our theme music is Euphoria by DeSac. For show notes, visit us at dirtypanniespodcast.com. If you'd like to support the show, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so that more listeners can find the program. The show email is venusstarfruit at gmail.com. Venus like the planet, starfruit like the fruit. Until next time, stay dirty.